0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Ring the Bell Postgame Show. Uh, who, or whoever our third guy is here, you better get some kind of background light or you're going to be dropped from the show. So, um, so I'll, I'll wait till you get light. Um, so uh, Phillies take game one, uh, four to one. Not the offensive uh, output that we thought it was going to be. Uh, a lot of hits, though, which was tremendous. Uh, Zach Wheeler. Uh, he did everything an ace was supposed to do. Uh, you know, you can kind of go down the line. Every single Philadelphia Philly in the batting order recorded a hit. Uh, Bryce was the last one that needed it, and he got it in the eighth with a blue single. That ended up being um, a really big insurance run, thanks to uh, Nick Castellanos's double there. Um, it was also very nice to see Bryce Harper completely forget the idea of a third base coach or else Dusty Watson would have cost the Phillies another big run. Um, but nonetheless, um, there we go. John's sort of back here with some sort of light. Uh, <laughs> um, Jason, I, I, I know you're, you're a little under the weather, so I'm not going to have you talk too much. Um, your, your thoughts on, on a game one win as the Phillies are just one win away from reaching the NLDS for the second straight year
1: uh satisfying you know uh Wheeler came out and did what an ace should do um after that first inning I was a little nervous because you never want to leave you know runners on first and second and third with no outs um so it did bug me a little they didn't get nothing there um but you know Wheeler came out dominated and they got the hits when they needed it so um they got up early like we said in the you know they put up runs in the third and the fourth and didn't give anything up um I was shocked you know Lizardo they were hitting him around pretty good. I know you know guys were a little worried about the lefties, but I felt like they you know they handled him pretty well. He did have some good stuff. Um, his mm-hmm. slider looked to you know come on, but they hit him well and and Wheeler shut him down. He did what an ace is supposed to do, um you know so you can't really complain about the win. It's it's a good win, you know any win in a playoff is a good win. So
0: yeah. Uh, so before I go, I go to your John, uh, you John for your thoughts, just to kind of give everybody an outlook of how dominant. Uh, Zach Wheeler has been in his last three game one starts for the Phillies in the last two postseasons. You you have the 2022 uh, uh, game one of the World Series, six and a third, no runs. Um, The NLCS game one, seven innings, no runs. And then tonight, uh, six and two thirds, uh, two runs. Uh, That's 20 innings, eight hits, only one run Earned only one earned run given up. Um, that's ace baseball, and that's what you need from this guy. um Not like every time he touches a ball and he toes that rubber, you need at least. We talked about this. You need at least six innings out of this guy. You're going to need at least six innings out of Aaron Nolan tomorrow. Uh, but John, your overall thoughts on, on this game? Like I said at the beginning, before you hopped on. It wasn't the offensive output that we thought it was going to be. Uh, A 4-1 win is a 4-1 win. I'll take it. But I definitely think that the Phillies left four or five runs out there.
2: Yeah, I really don't have a single thing to complain about. It was an amazing win. Wheeler was absolutely dominant. Mm -hmm. He looked unbelievable out there. I mean, his velocity looked great. That sweeper looked unbelievable. It was unhittable. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was great out there. Um, Besides that first inning where I was a little worried, I mean, I really thought that should have scored on that sacrifice fly. I don't know what what uh, Wilpon was doing or at all at all. I mean, what do you have like three pretty horrible decisions today? I mean, that's he's yeah. he was over three today. I mean, you just can't do that in playoff baseball as a coach. You have to know, you have to be better with that situation. Otherwise, there's really nothing to complain about the bullpen. I mean, I was a little nervous seeing Hoffman come in, but I <laughs> yeah, he was so good but, though.
0: He was so good. I
2: mean, he yeah, he was it was great. I mean, yep. Then. Kimbrel scared me a little bit there in the ninth with that leadoff double yeah. but he he set and he pitched great i mean it was, it was a great dog out of win I'm, um he's unbelievable I'm, yeah for somebody who who scared the hell out of me every time he came out the to, to pitch i mean I it was he walking bases loaded, he'd be sitting there is he gonna blow at yeah. this time or is he gonna he really when he got set down last year he really fixed he really fixed himself yeah. and he's been unbelievable ever since and I'm and it's great to have him um in the pen now so um, I'm excited to see what the tomorrow brings us.
0: For sure. And to kind of, uh, again, bring up somebody in the offense here, Trey Turner, two for three with a single and a double, two steals, I- including the playoffs. He's now 32 for 32 uh, in terms of steals. Uh, so uh, Jay, I'm going to go to you. Uh, what did you see out of this lineup? I know in the very first inning uh, you all had a field day with what <laughs> happened, uh, which led me to blocking both of these guys for about four innings. Um Look, the fact of the matter is this. You know, your your leadoff guy gets on with a single, regardless of his speed or complete lack thereof. Um, any,
1: any actual leadoff hitter scores there, though. Like, that's my, that's my issue, and yeah, I get on that it.
2: Double, on that double, I mean, look look at Harper any on, that d- on that double. Harper on that yeah. double, he scores. I mean, Turner scores. Stott scores. Boom probably scores. you
1: Yeah, maybe not Mikes,
2: but but maybe not, but Almost everybody on that team scores. Besides, I mean, besides Schwarber, right? so yeah, it was. That really irked me a little bit. And I mean, even like situation. Why does Dusty hold him up? Because I mean, Schwarber's not that fast. And you see, you saw the right Peter get around that ball really well and get ready to throw him. So he's like, oh, I'm not even going to send. Him. I'm not even going to send him. There's a chance he's going to get thrown out here in the first
0: inning. So so okay, and I, I understand that. But let's just go over the logistics here of just baseball, uh, John, and I, I want you to, you know, either tell me I'm right or I'm wrong. Regardless of your leadoff hitter being slow or not, you have second and third with no outs. The three, four, this is what three, four, and five's jobs are. Regardless of what happens, none of them guys got the touch home. I, I, I don't blame Schorber because the fact of the matter is, Dusty Watham did it again to Bryce in the eighth, and Bryce said, "I, you are a ghost. Happy Halloween. I don't see you. I'm blowing by your stop sign, and I'm yeah. gonna be safe."
1: Because to one, be fair, you though, know... anybody else on third on that boom sack fly, he scores. Anybody else but Schwarber scores yeah, yeah, yeah. on but that. Schwarber sack fly. should have scored. But I'm. But to me, if I'm, it's it's the player. When I look at it, I we still have second and third with one out. If I have and- an actual lead off that hitter there, he's sc- like, and I, I don't want to complain too much, but when I look at a, at this team that could have been big and I know it's not, but getting against these better teams, putting up those runs early. Now we have a dude that can't score there. So it's a little looking later on in the playoff series, each, every run's going to be very significant. So something like that later on against Atlanta, against the Dodgers, against okay. who, if you make the world series is going to be a big deal.
0: So I, I agree too. I
2: would say this one too. Another thing too is where that ball was hit. I, I'm, a, if I, as a base player, I'm not even listening to my coach there. I'm that's my I, decision. If it's hit the left field, all right, maybe I listen to my coach a little more. He's a better bangle than me, and I'm looking back and all that stuff, or even some parts of center field. But right. I have the, I have a great angle on that, probably just as good as Correct. the angle as the third base coach. So I'm that's my decision. So, so it's just one of those situations where you can blame Dusty, but I mean, I'm not. I mean. That's on schwaber too that he should at least attempt to score. I mean, you scored there, you set an even bigger tone there. And maybe maybe you rattles those art a little more and Harper has a better A B there in situations like that.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with all of that. I still think uh, if Wathen doesn't put up the stop sign, I still think schwaber scores. He scores. He would have scored he up.
1: I think he should have. I think
0: he wasn't even yeah. a I, throw, so he would have scored no matter what. So. so one on one hand, I agree with both of you completely that we shouldn't be in that position to begin with. But on the other hand is just from a pure baseball standpoint, he should have scored easily if the, the third base coach is paying attention or not paying attention. The third base coach is just doing his job and realizing that the guy's going to score. He's going to score. Um, and and again, and, and I understand what you're saying because we saw it in the eighth inning. Casty hits a double. Harper scores from first base. So you're right. You get a guy that can run, you know, a double turns into an easy one, you know, one run, uh, an easy run there. So I get that completely. I understand. But I just don't think. I don't think Schwerber deserved the visceral hatred <laughs> that both of you were were, were texting See, out. To me, it's not even I Schwarber. I still blame coaching there.
1: It's, top, j- it's 100% topper for putting him in, in leadoff, and I, I agree with of that. Of course. And I, I do course, feel bad for course. ripping Schwarber all the time because, you know, he takes the brunt of it because he's the leadoff guy. Um, yeah. But it's those are big things, and, and I think – it, it, over a season it's great to hit 50 home runs and you have that from leadoff guy in a seven game series against these great teams it, it's going to matter that's my thing like over the course of a season it's all done and what they said it in what the money ball you know over the course of a season analytics can work but at the end of the yeah. day the things you you got to do everything right come playoff time and Schwarber there not scoring from first is a big deal. That to me, I'm 100 putting because you have a slow guy at leadoff. Now we won the game; it doesn't matter, but it's it's tough to look at it, when you're going against Atlanta, who's a juggernaut. You need every run you can get.
0: I I agree with you. And uh, just a couple numbers here: the Phillies have won all four game ones last year, and the start, uh, and they start the playoffs winning game one this season. Uh, The Phillies are twenty and seven in game ones uh, in their playoff history, that ranks second in baseball postseason history with a minimum of twenty games. Um, The Phillies have won six straight game ones and thirteen of fourteen. So, look, this is a team that likes to come out and start hot, and this is what they did. Um, uh, Again, when you when you have a roster, um, when you have this roster where everybody in the lineup gets a hit. If I'm just someone not paying attention, I look at the box score, I'm expecting to be like, oh, this has got to be 8-9-1. Is there any part of you guys that are minimally kind of disappointed that there was only four runs put on the board there? Um,
2: not necessarily because the Marlins didn't really walk many guys today. They're pitching mm-hmm. they pitched pretty well too. So I'm not necessarily concerned in that in that area. Cause I know you sprinkling a few walks here or there, those hits bring in a couple more RBIs and stuff like that. So I'm not really concerned. I mean, they were all hitting. The only thing that really concerned me was really that first inning where then Harper struck out, after yeah. boom, sack fly. Yep. And then JT pops out to the center fielder. So those things right there, that's because those are your those are your three big money guys right there. Yeah, I mean, besides right. boom but they're two big money. You're two highest paid hitters yeah. right there. That that you're mm-hmm. expecting to produce in situations in playoff baseballs like there, and they just didn't there. So that's more concerning for me. But I mean, Harper made up for it later in the game. JT, did, he, he got a hit later on in the game. So I mean, there's he, yep. he, he scored two. Did he score when he got on?
0: Believe JT. But oh, no, he didn't no, score. he had more. He he run? Yeah. more. JT, JT had, had a run. run. JT scored
2: yeah. a run. Yep. Yeah, yeah, me, So like, he he kind of made up for it a little bit later on in the game. So I'm not too concerned there. Um. I still – this lineup is, is absolutely dangerous. It's one of the most dangerous lineups yep. in baseball. Absolutely. And I certainly believe the way people are not talking about them, once again, it's
0: really under their skin, and they're really – it's going to set a fire on them once again we'll to show you how, I mean, how dominant I, this offense can be. I, I agree. And, and, you know, Cassie said post game. he said, it's red October if we're coming. Um, you know, and to kind of piggyback what you were saying, John, um, only one Philly walk tonight, and that was Alec Bohm. I'm sorry, not Alec Boehm. It was uh, Trey Turner got the walk. Uh, and another player I kind of want to bring up here is Johan Rojas. Um, I felt like every at bat was a really good at bat. Um, he had a, a huge, um, a huge RBI. I'm um, not RBI. He had a, a, a big single, scored a run, uh, and he had a stolen base as well. This guy just—it looks like one. It's so important to have this dude doing what he can do in that nine hole to turn that lineup over. And secondly, uh, it doesn't seem like any moment is too big for this cat. And it just seems that since he's been brought up to this team, man, what a, a shot in the arm he's been, uh, not just in, in center field, but I'm pretty sure, and I've heard Topper say it, I'm pretty sure um, he has pretty much overachieved almost in terms of expectations um, within the organization. Jay, do you do you believe that to be so? And what – what's your thoughts on on rojas
1: no yeah i think early in the season uh they had the outfield pretty set um and you wanted him to stay down because you wanted him to get consistent at bats you know but later in the season when marsh went down it was nice to see him come up and play and they thought he was going to be something um so i'm happy to see him you know he's getting hits he definitely hits lefties he's really really good player great center fielder great okay. defensively um so so i'm very happy with what he's provided to us and it really looks you know after you know more struggled early on this season it really looks like we may have found our, our center fielder of the future going forward so I'm, I'm pretty happy about it i agree how about you john
0: i mean you're a big um, joe yeah. Row guy i mean i, I think lo- we, all, I mean, we all are
2: I, but I still i always like the fielding was always there. He was always the fielder and the speed was always there. He could always steal base. I mean, you look at his minor league stats. He has so, I think he's still like 60 bases. year. he saw something absolutely ridiculous last year ridiculous amount of on bases, but it was always there. It was the hitting that took a while to get going. And he was kind of getting it going that you're in the minor leagues. And what I think he just, one of those guys who just, who got that moment once March got hurt, that he just seized it. And he took, he, he wanted it more than anybody else that he He wanted to prove that he deserved to be there. And he has proved it. And I, I, I don't, I really don't see him sitting a single game in this these postseasons. He's been he's been he unbelievable on the field. Yeah. He saved so many runs. His, I mean, he's, he's um, Andrew Jones asked would have how good he is. I, it's it's remarkable to see him out there where we struggled for so long finding a guy who could seriously like lock down center field and be a Gold Glove caliber player out there since Victorino left pretty much. And it's just great to see something like that. And I also think what benefits him the most is the guys he has in that clubhouse who can teach him to hit. You have Kevin Long, you have Harper, you have Turner, you have Shorbury, you have all these guys in that clubhouse. And you just have this guy put this guy at ninth, and he just—I think the pressure is just not there the way it is on some players because you put him right there at ninth, and he—I think he just feels comfortable there.
0: I agree with you. Um, and, and by the way, he did—he had 62 stolen bases last year. Um, so he, yeah, he's definitely somebody to if you can get him on base. The dude's got wheels. He's going to run. Um, all right. So player of the game, gentlemen, before we bounce out of here and try to get some sleep uh, as we're going to have another late one tomorrow. Um, what would be who would be your player of the game? I think it will be. Unanimous are, we, are, we asking, are we asking?
1: Come on, really? like, do we, need to, do we need to say it. I don't think any of us need to say it.
0: Yeah. I agree. It's, it's college with that leadoff single. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, it's definitely uh, Zach Wheeler. Uh, just, uh, I mean, I would
1: say the whole, honestly, all the the pitching combined because you know the oh, bullpen came sure. in and, and yeah. really That's they, a great point. The thing yeah. we were worried most about, you know, it it maybe got a little dicey, but they they handled it and shut it down. Um, so I would just say, you know, everybody that came in and pitched today, like yes, it's Wheeler. But I'm I'm proud of that bullpen coming in and shutting down in a close game.
2: Yeah, I, I think agree. Wheeler set the tone starting that game off. I and mean, what only had 10 pitch innings. or I think the third inning was eleven yep. pitches, but eleven yeah, pitches or something like that. Right but there. I mean, yeah. that's beautiful. Was, it was it was awesome. I'm just to see him set the tone early in the game, and I really think it it's gonna light a fire on this whole staff. Mm-hmm. And be like we're ready to go, and I think it's we're gonna build off it tomorrow. I expect Nola to pitch per- very well tomorrow.
0: Exactly. Uh, I do we're well. We're <laughs> fingers crossed all the way around. Um, so, all right. Tomorrow's game will be Aaron Nola on the mound against um, what's his name, um, Garrett. I Broxton Garrett. Years. That's it, Broxton Garrett. Eight oh eight start, just like tonight. Uh, the Phillies can clinch the wild card series tomorrow, um, and then they'll be starting this weekend down in Atlanta uh, for the NLDS. So let's hope for for a big one there. That would be fantastic. If you guys are watching on YouTube, smash that like button, hit subscribe. Uh, help us out moving forward, of course. Uh, head over to manscaped.com, use our code baseball20 for 20% off and free shipping worldwide. SeatGeek.com, looking for a last, uh, last uh, chance of getting some tickets for tomorrow's game. SeatGeek.com has those for you. We're here to help you get $20 off your first ticket purchase by using our code on the bump. So head over and take care of that. Um, but thank you guys so much for hopping on here tonight. Let's hope that we got a, a, a series clinching win. Talk about tomorrow night, uh, because then the war begins down to Atlanta. But uh, looking forward to
1: tomorrow night. Well, maybe Jason- not. Arizona. Arizona won today. We may get the Dodgers. That's true. Because Arizona, yeah, Arizona. That I told you, I was a little more afraid of them. They put up, you know, they put up six. So it's possible we don't even see Atlanta uh, next series.
2: Uh- I'll That's tell you, what, it is. If we play the Dodgers. I mean, I think we're there's no chance we lose to the Dodgers. I'm, that pitching staff is not going to be able to handle this lineup. Not, I'll put that out there right now. I want to play the Dodgers. I'd rather play the Dodgers first before
0: <laughs> we even get a chance to I, play the, the Braves. To be honest, it would be magical to win the pennant against the Braves. Just saying. I mean, I want to throw yeah, that yeah, out. You're right to there nervous.
2: too. I rather th- I rather
0: lose to them. And I think.
1: How great you would else? it be to
0: win the pennant on their field? Oh, give oh. me that.
1: After the yeah. oh, we wanted the vi- yeah. Yeah. Boom. yeah. DX yeah, we baby dependent
0: on your field. So you can just flat out suck it. So mm-hmm. uh all right, so for John McElroy and Jason Ken, I'm Chrissy e. Francesco. This has been Ring the Bell, and we'll catch you guys here tomorrow. And as always, Go Fills.